This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Franchise Tag. I'm your host, Eric. Along with my buddy, Chris. How's it going, Chris? What is going on, everyone? You've never done that dance before. <laughs> I don't know where that came from today. Uh, so, uh, not too big of a news week this week, I would say, but I got some stuff written down that we should go over, especially some new contracts before the uh, season um, gets started. Um, currently, we're going to be talking some football. We got the Sox-Yankees game going on in the background, so if you hear any reactions going on from us, that is why. Oh, here's an A-Rod replay. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yo. Charge the Do you mound. remember that? Charge the mound. A-Rod fought all the time. That's him and Veritech. Yeah, the Veritech fight. That was crazy. <laughs> And remember that one time uh, he grounded out and he was on like a really bad like slump and then he like smacked the ball out of the, like oh, yeah. out of like he smacked the glove out of like the first baseman's hand. I forgot what team they're reversing, but anyway, the moral of this is Yankees are losing. If we give any reaction, that's why it's going on in the background. Um, so some NFL news: uh, the major news that happened um, this Monday: Seahawks and Russell Wilson agree to terms at his respective deadline, which was April fifteenth. Um, on a record-setting four-year, $140 million deal with roughly $107 million guaranteed, this deal includes a no-trade clause. So he will be a Seahawk for life. Um, you kind of expected this to happen. Yeah. Do you have to pay the guy? Yeah. Uh, that You absolutely had to do that. Um, but they were specu- the, the reason why um, this, was such a, this contract is such a big deal because there was speculation going on that Russell Wilson – uh, really wanted to go to New York because Sierra, you know, she works there. She has a yeah. bunch of businesses going on there. <laughs> and a lot of people were like saying he's whipped because uh, Sierra wants him to go there. Um, but uh, no, he got the deal done. And I don't know. It was just, it was a, it was a really funny time as a Giants fan because people actually thought that he, there was a big chance that he would have gone to the Giants. But uh, what do you think of this contract? He's now the highest paid uh, quarterback in the league as of right now until the next man up. Um, uh, you had to do it. It's kind of strange how they gave him four years. I discussed with a friend of mine. I think I talked with you too. I'm not sure why it's four years. I would have given the guy like seven because or seven or eight because he's only 30 years old. Yeah. So. I don't know that. That's. Uh, I feel like since it was so last second, they didn't have all the time to get everything they wanted, and they figured, hey, we'd rather get the short shorter deal and uh, get him signed than not have him at all. Uh, I also heard that he didn't want to commit to them long term. So that means by the time he's 34, he's still going to have some juice left in the tank. So um, I think he's going to probably want to go elsewhere by the end of this career. Yeah, again, probably. N- again, no trade clause doesn't really mean anything. I said he's a Seahawk for life, but I don't think he's retiring at 34 years old. Like, no. like you still have Tom Brady going on. He's, he's 41 years old, and he's going to want to go until he's 45. Obviously, yeah. he's not in the TB12 program, but the way um, Russell Wilson is built – he could last a while in this league. Um, he is a lot shorter. He definitely set um, the pathway for a lot of uh, new quarterbacks coming to the league. Like Kyler Murray is a first-round yeah. pick. Um, they're literally almost an exact replica. Um, I would say he's very he's compared to him. And they got guys like Drew Brees and then Baker Mayfield again, six one, six two type guys. And then Kyler Murray is five what, eleven that they reported five ten five ten, but he's yeah. five nine. Uh, I don't yeah. know. you can't tell me he's not. Isn't Wilson under six? Isn't he five eleven or something? He's five eleven. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, he's definitely paved the way for those guys. Um, and so honestly, I don't even, I don't even know what the cute, like the quarterback landscape is going to be by then and who he's going to w- want to go to. Cause there's really no other logical place he'd need to go to. Like if the Bengals don't have a quarterback in four years, he's not going to go to Cincinnati. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, so I don't know, maybe they'll give him like a very short contract, but as of right now, he finally got his money. Uh, definitely props to this dude because when the Legion of Boom came around, and obviously none of them are there anymore, he yeah. took a he took a pay cut when it was time for him to get his money because he was getting paid not first round quarterback type money because he was yeah. a day three pick, mm-hmm. so he wasn't getting paid that amount of money. And that same thing is going on with Dak Prescott right now. And then this is the last year of his contract, so he's gonna have to, he's probably gonna be the next guy up when that comes around. Um, but you know, Russell Wilson, um, he should be a two time Super Bowl champion. He's only one though, cause they decided not to run the ball. Um, yeah. but yeah, th- you got to pay this dude. And I'm, I'm very glad they did. Um, because if he became a giant, I would be really excited, but it would be very weird to see him in a New York giants uniform. No, like I, I had people obviously, because we're in the New York area. Everybody was asking, oh, who do you think 
is going to happen with Russell Wilson? You think he's going to come to the Giants? You think he's going to stay? What do you think's happening? I literally said no. He's getting signed. Yeah, I, I mean, my whole reasoning on why I figured he was staying was literally if you listen to almost all of his interviews that he has after, like at the end of every interview, he goes, "Go Hawks." At the end of Go every interview. Did you see that video he posted as soon as oh, he got signed? Yeah, yeah, with his wife. They were like in bed until like three in the morning. <laughs> He's the boss. And he, <laughs> and he was just like, yo, go Hawks. Like as soon as he turned on the video, <laughs> then Sierra's like, go Hawks. And then they're just like, we can finally go to bed. We got the deal done. <laughs> That's like the, oh my that's, god, dude! That, that's the best flex of all time. Not gonna lie to you, he's probably one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league. Like probably number one. Like he's everything you want to have in a quarterback. He's such a good guy. He's, it's he's hard a, to hate him. He's a good dude. He's married to a hot chick. He's literally every like every every NFL player's dream. He, is yeah, him yeah. right now, especially he, with the contract he's being paid. He's like, uh, what is it, like Andrew Luck, where everybody, like, they have their own video on people knocking him down. He'd be like, ooh, good hit, boy. Oh, nice man. <laughs> and it's just nice like... Hit, nice man. <laughs> it's a nice hit, man. <laughs> it's like it's like the same thing. I feel like Russell uh, Russell Wilson's the same thing. I feel like he's just so there, nice. I've never seen a mic'd up of him getting hit. I haven't either. But if there was, I guarantee you it's probably identical. Yeah. Like, he'd break his leg and be like, oh, are you all right, dude? <laughs> like, he'll be like that. He's that type of guy. Yeah, he is. Um, Dude, uh... Russell Wilson. It was even funny when the reports came out before he got married that um he was remaining like abstinent, and he yeah, was married yeah. to Sierra. So, and then I remember there was interviews that were like, "How does it feel to be abstinent, like <laughs> engaged to uh, Sierra?" He's like, "It's it's, it's very hard." <laughs> like I remember those videos. Yeah. It was hilarious. Um, honestly, it was just funny because. I'm a Giants fan, but I'm very rational. Like I know, yeah. I know, I know the team is awful. Like I'm not gonna be one of those Giants fans. There's so many of them that say like, "Oh, we're one piece away, two pieces away." I'm like, no, this is, we're we're like one pe- one pe- one loss of a piece away from rebuilding it almost entirely. Yeah, and I don't know. People are in such denial about it, especially when like we lost half of our defense, and everyone just thinks we're gonna be just fine. Just like after signing. Like when your deal to Arizona Cardinals, like veterans, yeah. uh, just because our defensive coordinator used to be um, the coordinator over yeah. there in Arizona, that they, they think that's just fine. I'm like, no, that's just a rebuild. Like, you got to get these guys used to the playbook. And our buddy Mark, who we just mentioned like probably a couple seconds ago, he texted me the day that of his deadline, like in the morning. And he was just like, what do you think of this Russell Wilson situation? I'm like, I know exactly what he's thinking, yep. that there could be a possible trade. And I'm like, Mark, he's going to get signed. Like whether it is at four a.m. I know he had a deadline, but if it was, I know Russell Wilson's nice enough that if it was April sixteenth, he would have still waited until then to try to get a deal done. So I I, ne- I never thought for a second he would be a giant. There was even speculation that there would be a three way tw- three way trade between the Cardinals, Seahawks, um, and Giants, um, with the Seahawks getting the six and seventeenth, um, Giants getting Russell Wilson, and then the Cardinals getting. Uh, on. I think I messed that up. No, the Seahawks getting the first pick from the Cardinals, and the Cardinals get the yeah. six and seventeen. First of all, when I first heard that, it seems ideal, but there's never three way trades in the NFL. Usually, that's the NBA. Like the NBA yeah, will yeah. have four way trades if they want. And NFL <laughs> like pieces are so valuable, and there's a salary cap that it just never works out in that sense. Where the NBA, you could literally buy out players. Like you can just give them all their money, and then just like get off my team. Like that's what you can do in the NBA. That's not how it works for the NFL, though. Um, yeah. But, you know, shout out Russell Wilson. I'm excited to see what he has in store next season because they did make the playoffs with literally no one. Yeah. And they barely upgraded their offensive line this year. So I, want, I really want to see how this plays out for them, too. So Something uh, that you brought up that I just want to say when you mentioned that Mark texted you, he also texted me. And uh, I kind of said the same thing that I mentioned. Like, you know, I don't see him going anywhere. I don't think he's going to go to New York, but I don't see him going anywhere in general. And I said, you know, if they're if, if someone's gonna land them, they're gonna have to probably give up. I said, you know, if the Giants, for yeah. example, they'd have to give up their two first round picks. Yeah, That's what I said for sure. That's Maybe what happened. Like, like if it was an outright trade, um, I think, <laughs> I think you would have to give like two first round picks. One of them this year, one of them next year. Um, and maybe even like two second round picks, like after those two years or somewhere this year, yeah. it would have been to it would have been a crazy trade if that was gonna go through. Then the last part that I mentioned that uh, you you I think you mentioned it a few weeks ago on the podcast. I said I could see John Gruden 
going after him just because he loves having quarterbacks on his team and he's the kind of person who that's just 30 years it. old <laughs> yeah and he's also 30 and he loves 30 year old players <laughs> with some gas left but um from what i heard apparently john gruden uh people have been talking to him or i guess it's just rumors up to this point that they're not looking to draft a quarterback in the first round yeah they're not um I don't know if that's legit, um, but it wouldn't surprise me if John Gruden, which came out of nowhere, and just like you're taking Haskins at at well, two. Well, so, did you hear? Did you hear what he said not at to two, Mike what, Mayock? They have four, I think. Four, yeah, never mind. Did you hear what he said to Mike Mayock? He was like, "I got you three draft picks. Don't screw it up." <laughs> that's true because Mayock <laughs> is a draft analyst, yeah. so he's not going to mess it up at all. <laughs> um, honestly, it's just so funny. It's honestly like it's if you're like you're, it's like you're playing. Um, Let's say you were an accountant and you and you hired like a dude that's really good at like Monopoly. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Like you hire yeah. that guy and he handles your he handles your draft picks or money. That's literally what's going on. Yeah, and I find it really hilarious. Um, watch him still only get like four wins though. They're gonna go four and twelve this year. Just watch. Um, anyway, moving on here. So, uh, and literally in five minutes, um, the 2019 NFL regular season schedule will be released. Um, it is April 17th today. Um, it's already been leaked for the most part. I see a lot of updates on uh, Twitter, on NFL Update, of uh, all these um, uh, t- team schedules that have been leaked. And, like, not all the dates have been released. It's just some dates. Uh, yeah. I'm not a fan. Like, it's not a movie leaking. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not an album leak. It's just a schedule. Like, we're going to find out eventually. I know. The, uh, they, they leaked the international games. I saw that. They, had, they actually had weeks. So they had, like, the dates for that. I don't know if you saw that, but they had the uh, I think it was like four or five international games that they're playing this year. They had the actual. Weeks. It's because they had to they had to cancel the Chiefs game. Yeah. Uh, that was supposed to be in Mexico because there was going to be like ten t- ten torn ACLs um, <laughs> apparently at yeah. that time because the, like the turf was like so resurfaced or something like that. Oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah. So from what I saw uh, for the Giants, their week one. Um, wow, come this comes as a surprise. I can't believe it. Um, they're going to be at Dallas. As if that doesn't happen every single year. I would never have bet on that. Never have bet on that. If you could put if you could put money down on a schedule, auto, I'm automatically putting down everything in my bank account to bet that the Giants are versing uh, Dallas Week One. They versus Buffalo um, Week Two, Tampa Week Three, Washington. I'm not going to say at or where. We'll find out. Like again, it's it's yeah. it's whatever. It's open information. Uh, Washington Week Four, Minnesota Week Five, uh, New England. Week six, and they're at Foxborough. That's a Thursday night football game, which means the Giants already lost because they can't play on Thursday nights. <laughs> um, uh, and then they verse Arizona the se- uh, week seven, Detroit week eight, uh, Dallas again week nine. That's a Monday night football game, Ooh. and they're gonna go. They're gonna be traveling all the way to MetLife Stadium uh, week ten against the New York Jets. Um, oh, I don't know man. why they made it such a far travel, um, but honestly, that's gonna take a toll on them when you're on the road. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, can't, I can't even keep a straight face. But imagine like sports bettors that are like, I'm going to take the Giants on the road, uh, going all the way to the Jets because um, it's such a different setting for them. They're just not used to playing in, in uh, New York. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to, to be honest, you, you got to hope like it's late in the season. I mean, there's usually bad weather. You got to hope that uh, that doesn't affect their travels. Then <laughs> I'm going to mention Mark again. If he doesn't take me to this Jets game, I hope one of his work buddies didn't already text him since the release of this. I want to go to that Jets game. <laughs> I think uh, I think he asked me, are they playing the Packers next year? Uh, I'm gonna, let's keep going. So they got to buy week 11, Chicago, uh, Chicago week 12, Green Bay week 13, um, and that's home. Yeah, that's I think, our, I, I, think I asked game. to go to that game, that's, to be That's honest. fire. I want to go to that Jets game. <laughs> Dude, so that's gonna be weird because usually those are preseason games. They're gonna versus yeah, each other preseason. They again. are, yeah. Um, have you ever been to a preseason game like Giants Jets? Yes, I have. Is there usually times. more Giants fans than Jets fans from your knowledge? Because I've never uh, been to one of those. He always asked me to go to preseason games. I'm like, I would definitely not want. I mean, do that. recently I feel like there's been more Giants fans, but again, I feel like it doesn't. It doesn't really matter because no one really cares. It's not much starter. There's really no starters in. So. People aren't too crazy there, but I'd say I'd see a lot more Giants than Jets. All right, that makes sense. And then uh, they versus Philly um, on Monday night, uh, the f- uh, week fourteen, week fifteen uh, against Miami, uh, Washington week sixteen, and then week seventeen is Philly. So uh, that's the schedule that was released. I don't think that was the league schedule. Uh, no, it, it was leaked. Uh, that's what it says in the description. Um, 
so I wanted to go, I don't know why I'm going backwards here, but just because I had this picture pulled up, um, back to the Seahawks signing, uh, Russell Wilson, as I mentioned before, he is now the highest paid quarterback in the league. Um, so I have the list here of highest paid players in the NFL per year. So Russell Wilson sits at number one with 35 million. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, number two, thirty-three point five million. Matt Ryan, your boy, thirty million. 30 million. Uh, Kirk Cousins, twenty-eight million. Um, so he got that amount of money this year to not make the playoffs. Uh, congrats, <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't even sniffed the field since like week four of this year. Uh, twenty-seven point five million. Uh, Matt Stafford doesn't make the playoffs at all either, every single year. Twenty-seven million. Derek Carr, uh, twenty-five million. Uh, he was an MVP. Uh, candidate and then he broke his leg and hasn't done anything since and he's had two different head coaches in over like three years so yeah um then andrew luck 24.6 million comeback player of the year um this that dude's just gonna ball for the next couple years so well deserved to be on that list um i wanted to talk about this list for a second because it's funny when it comes to the nfl because now it's never who deserves the money? It's always next guy up. And if that you notice, what happens, and yeah. if you notice from the list from the bottom up, um, when Andrew Luck got his contract, he proved his worth. So that's a contract you give him. Derek Carr, yeah. um, they, I'm pretty sure they just found their guy and they wanted to pay him. So you have to pay him. Yeah, it's that circumstance. Matt Stafford, he's been your guy for years. He has yeah. a solid arm, but your team never makes a playoff. So he's the next guy up. You got to give him his money. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo gets his money because. Um, they, what he showed his not, like few games in uh, his like five games in, in Pittsburgh and then uh, he tore his ACL in, in, uh, with the Patriots. I'm rooting yeah. for Jimmy Garoppolo, but if it doesn't work out, if you paid him all that money, then it was pretty much a waste. Yeah, um, this dude has been in the league for a while because again he's been backing up been backup, Tom Brady yeah. for a, a long time. Um, then Kirk Cousins, literally next guy up. He's been the next guy up ever since he got franchise tagged from the Redskins. Yeah. It was just a matter of time what team was willing to offer him that money and ended up being the Jets and the Vikings, and he took Vikings. He was fully all guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. And he's doing that thing where if it's only three years, he's going to go somewhere else. Jeez. Like That's his goal so he can make more money somewhere else, Jeez. which I doubt it. Um, but fully guaranteed. Yeah, you're not making that money back. No. Uh, Matt Ryan, he was next guy up. Come on. Like, you can't lie. Like He... He got them to a Super Bowl, obviously. They yeah. didn't win. Um, but that following year, you have to pay him because he's took you to the Super Bowl. And that, it was two years later, actually. They didn't give him to him right away. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Because, uh, it wasn't think, like a Joe Flacco type thing no, where you I, give it to him. I think what happened was uh, they were going to pay him, but there were other people. I don't know if it was Julio or Freeman. I think it was Freeman. They needed to pay somebody else, and they were talking to him, and he's like, I know I'm going to get it. Don't worry about it. He's like, oh, you could push it off a year. Give him his money if he needs it. Because Freeman was on a rookie deal. So yeah. uh, I think they gave it to him the year after that. I mean, either way, you got to pay Matt Ryan because even when Tony Gonzalez was in his final years and he could he like literally considered retirement, but he came back because he's like, no, we're we're like too good, like we're gonna yeah. make it the next year. I remember those years, and they deserved to go the back back those years, yeah. and they didn't. Um, but yeah, like Matt Ryan, he he keeps them afloat, but mm-hmm. sometimes you fall short like they did this year. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, he was going to get paid either way, 33.5 million. Yeah, I knew it was coming. And they give him a 6-year deal. And he uh he again, as you're saying, next man up, he was right after Matt Ryan, maybe yeah. weeks after, so. Yeah. And then Russell Wilson's like the last of the bunch. Yep, exactly. So who's like the next guy up out of Patrick well, Mahomes? Pat Mahomes. He's going to you know, he might be a player that gets signed during his rookie contract. Like, yeah. that's been rumored. Like, there's like, no, we're going to secure him right now. Do you know how long his rookie contract is? Rookie contracts are, are over, like, is it four? three years three? or four years. Yeah, I think it's three. Okay. Because usually, like, rookie quarterbacks get, like, three years. And then it's going to be, like, Jared Goff. He's going to be the next guy up. Yeah, because I know, like, Carson heard, Wentz. Um, if he doesn't get injured, I think Carson Wentz. Injured, yeah. Yeah. I know I've heard for, uh, I guess it's position players. I know I've heard they've said they've uh, taken fifth-year options on players for other rookie contracts. Yeah. So I guess it just depends between three or four. But what do you think of the fact that it's always next guy up now instead of the traditional, like, oh, he's earned his spot here on this team. He deserves this giant contract. Yeah, that's going to be a problem because it's going to get to the point to where you're not going to be able to pay. Like, for, uh, for example, I mean, we have yet to figure out the outcome yet, but we were just talking about uh, Demarcus Lawrence. He got this huge contract, and as you're you gonna have to pay Dak. As you mentioned, Dak needs to get paid. Zeke is gonna need to get paid. Amari Cooper needs to get paid, and these guys are crucial to your offense. And then on the other side, Lawrence is crucial to your defense. 
Now, you're going to see in the next few years how paying somebody that much really impacts a team. I just think salary caps are so dumb for the NFL. Like, you're passing around all this money. You yeah. make the most money out of all the other leagues, NBA and MLB included. Yeah. And MLB has money to spend. They're willing, they, they can pay these guys 10 years because there's no cap. Yeah. So... It, it really doesn't make much sense to me why the NFL has cap. I've never really looked into it. I just kind of came and accepted it, that that was yeah. a thing. Um, and even the title of the show, giving guys franchise tags, like that's a good amount of money for one year, but are you going to... It's gonna a strategy. Keep, it's, that's what it, it is. It's, that's literally what it is. You're playing games with these guys, and it's their job to get hit yeah. each and every day. And speaking of contracts, which I'll get into in a second, but uh, as we've spoken, it's now 8.04 at 8 o'clock. The official schedule came out. Um, so week one, very interesting, and it's always an interesting game week uh, every single year, is uh, Pittsburgh versus New England. Is that the Sunday night or Thursday night? Um, it's I think it's a Thursday night game. Thursday night? Okay. Yeah, like, you know, like the kickoff, their first yeah, Thursday yeah, night yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's week two. Um, it doesn't say, like, if it's a Monday or Thursday night. I'm just going to go through them. Okay. Uh, Philly versus Atlanta, so it's kind of a rematch of uh, the first game of this That's year. That's starting to become a rivalry. I don't, I don't like it, though. I, I mean... It doesn't really make... Like when they when I flip it on, I'm just like, alright, I'm watching this to kind of because football's back. You, like that was me last year. I mean, you what I'm expecting at least is it's it's gonna be one of those weird low scoring games. It's gonna end like 15 to 18, like some weird score. That's been the the way it was the last two times because the last time we played was week one. It's as the you battle mentioned. of the birds. Really. Yeah, the last time we played <laughs> was that that week one that you mentioned, and we lost. And then the time before that was in the playoffs, we lost. And actually, the time before that was um during the season that that year that we lost them in the playoffs oh no i'm sorry it was the year before when we went off and made it to the super bowl we played them and they they had a score we didn't score a lot either i don't know what it is yeah i don't know we what just, it is either we just can't score on them i don't know what it is week three uh la i think oh, oh this is sunday night football schedule it th- says it at the top of the is, page uh that that game is in atlanta though right it doesn't say at or whatever because I, I if it's in atlanta that's gonna be big because we have yet to play in Atlanta. Weren't you in against Atlanta? Them. You were in Philly last year from that Monday night game or Thursday. That I mean? Thursday, because the uh, the the Super Bowl champs are always home because they raised the banner. Right. Gotcha. Makes sense. So uh, uh, yeah. so this is Sunday night football. Okay. This is the schedule. I I'm bad at reading titles. I guess. <laughs> um, week three is the LA Rams versus Cleveland. Very interesting. Brand new offense yeah, for that, Cleveland. That, Brand new defense. A year ago, that sounded like a gross uh, matchup, but it, it could be interesting. I know, because now like money lines <laughs> are gonna be everywhere this year because oh, now you yeah. can't bet. Like now, now you're not gonna have those betters um, that follow religiously uh, the Browns because <laughs> they're gonna lose every time. <laughs> yeah. That's not the case anymore. Um, week four, Dallas versus New Orleans. That's a rematch of last year. And they, uh, they where Dallas came them. out of nowhere, yeah. shocked the world. Where Stephen A. That was Smith, a night game too, right? That was a night game. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then we have week five, Indy versus Kansas City. That's always a good in division game. I was gonna say that's division. Yeah. Yeah. Week six, Pittsburgh versus the Chargers. And speaking of the Chargers, hmm. their official home uniforms powder are now the powder blue. blues. Not gonna lie, one of the best uniforms in the league. I, I like those. Yeah, I, I remember. Fire. Just a fun fact: when I was younger, I uh, actually I still have it. I have a Ladanian Tomlinson Chargers jersey. I love the man. He was my favorite player when I was. But in he my wore the dark blues. elementary school. Yeah, he wore the dark blue, and that's what darks. I have it. I have it as a dark blue. But when I was younger, I was would play as him all the time in Madden, and I always played as those powder blue. Those are my favorite powder jerseys. blues. Dude. Favorite. Now it's official. Official home jerseys. That's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh. What else am I? What was I gonna say here? Uh, Philly versus Dallas in division, division game week yeah. seven. Uh, week eight is Green Bay versus Kansas City. <sighs> That's a game I would love to see. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers versus Pat Mahomes. That's gonna be the highest viewed game of this year, probably. Just like last year with the Rams. But that was and a Monday uh, game, so everyone's like individually watching that game. This is a Sunday night game, I think. Yeah, yeah, Sunday night. Yeah, it's Actually, Sunday it's night. same kind of deal. We're kind of still, already watching yeah. football anyway. And what um, week is if that? If that was like a Monday game, that's a uh, week eight. Week eight. Is yeah. that? Uh, no, that's not near Thanksgiving yet. Never mind. Yeah, and then uh, I also have the Thanksgiving schedule too, so I'll okay. get over that in a second. Uh, week nine is New England versus Baltimore. So another young guy going up against uh, Tom Brady again. Yeah. Last, last year was Pat Mahomes, and this is just going to be another year where Tom Brady uh, sits the young guy down and says, uh, "I am your daddy. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I he's going to do." I am your master. I am, nice try. I, yeah, yeah. Good luck. Um, I have a Twitter now, so I'm I'm with the program. Um, <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady. Did you see what he posted the other Didn't day? Did he say he was retiring or something? Oh, Wasn't that was that his, why he started. That, that was his first tweet. I think we talked about that on here. His first tweet was like, "I'm retiring." Who hit that? 
No, that's it's oh, not the right game. <laughs> oh, that scared me. Yeah, <laughs> good thing I gave that disclaimer that we're watching a Yankees game, or yeah. else no one would know what we're talking about. But yeah, his first tweet was, "I'm retiring." Uh, hashtag LFG, <laughs> <laughs> which is let's effing go. And then, and then he replied, tweeted to that. Was that too much? <laughs> Uh, Something funny while we are on the the Patriots. Did you see that Gronk used the Lombardi Trophy to hit a baseball and no, he dented it? No. Yes. <laughs> there was Where they, was they that? had like a picture of all the trophies and there's a dent in the football oh on the edge because he used it as a bat and he hit a baseball. I mean, if he's <laughs> retired, he's good. Like if he wasn't, like he'd get fined, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but let's see what's next. We got Week Ten, Minnesota versus Dallas. Sounds like a really good game. I'd love yeah. to watch that. Uh, week 11, Chicago versus L.A. That could be interesting. L.A. Rams. I'll say I mean. which L.A. Wait a minute. Yeah, I know. I forget that there's two L.A. teams now. Uh, yeah, but it's Chicago versus uh, Los Angeles Rams. Chicago's that that team that, that was like a – they came out of nowhere last and year. And they could have like an off year this year. Like, they you know could, how teams yeah. have like a fantastic year and you expect them to have the same year? And it just doesn't happen. Yeah, it's like probably. a once-in-a-few-year thing. Yeah, and then we have week 12 is Seattle versus Philly. Hmm. Um, that's pretty interesting. Sunday yeah. night game. These are some pretty good Sunday night but, games. But just to know that by week 12, it'll be uh, whoever's the backup for the Eagles. He'll be in. Oh, yeah, he'll be in probably. <laughs> uh, Luis Perez. Yeah, Luis it's Perez. It's our boy. It's our so boy. Birmingham versus, Iron. Uh, versus Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude, I would love to see Luis Perez fill in for a game because people are like, who is this guy? And like I've known for like he, years He's got to be the new Tom Brady. He just comes in, Luis Perez. Luis Perez. <laughs> he takes him to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, week 13 is uh, New England again versus Houston. Whatever that was a good matchup. What was it, a year or two ago? Yeah, because yeah. they were they were in Foxborough and people were like, "Yo, this dude, this kid may come in here and beat Tom Brady in Foxborough." Yeah. Um, I don't know. Watson if had an I don't amazing know, game. Yeah, I don't know where this is going to be. Um, I always forget Watson. He's like a solid. He's like literally another Russell Wilson again. Like they, I think they compared each other, compared each other to each other when they first met. Like they did yeah. a jersey swap. Yeah. And then, um, uh, week fourteen. Um, is Seattle versus the Rams, so that's an in division game. Those games are always like three and three <laughs> until the very yeah, end because it's only and six. Yeah, like. nine and six. It's always like I don't know. Uh, I I always hear from a different podcast that I listen to this guy who's a degenerate and he always places bets all the time. Um, he always he always like picks the seat. He always picks Seattle. Um, because it's always that close of a game that it's probably going to be Janikowski kicking the field goal um, when the time yeah. comes. So um, week 15 is Minnesota versus the the Chargers. That's Ooh. dope. Yo, these are some good Sunday night games, dude. I'm not I'm not disappointed yet. Yeah, I'm good. not disappointed at all either. And here's the last one. Week 16 is Kansas City versus Chicago. That could be again, like I said, that could be know, two playoff Chicago, teams. Chicago could be you know that team again where they come out of nowhere and they they could play well if if they were what they were last year this would be a really good matchup that's what i'm saying so uh uh what was it i'm gonna go over the thanksgiving schedule so we're going to end up seeing chicago versus detroit again on fox um like we did this year yeah but unfortunately it was chase daniel versus yeah it was and then it was like all the defense yeah like that game i remember watching um, and I had the Chicago defense in, so I was really hoping there was at least three picks. Eddie Jackson came Eddie Jackson, through, yeah. killed it for me. Yeah. Um, and then we have, oh my gosh, this is so bad. Buffalo and Dallas on CBS. Yeah, Dallas usually plays. Did Dallas play uh, the Eagles last year? Who did they play last year? They played Redskins. They played on. They played the Skins. The, yeah. The skins, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was uh, Colt McCoy. Ah, uh, that's right. Because uh, then, then their other quarterback get hurt yes. in that game too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then lastly. New Orleans versus Atlanta, which happened this year. Yeah, that happened this year. Uh, and that's going to be probably be the night game on NBC. That, that's the 28th. Yeah, I'm looking because I just pulled it up. Yeah, I pulled up the Falcons schedule. I just saw that. Yeah, so that's always interesting. Uh, yeah. D- <laughs> but you're probably looking to get some revenge this year because uh, didn't uh, New Orleans win that game? They won. Uh, yeah, they beat us twice last year. Yeah. The first matchup was, I think, week two or three. Might have been week three. And it was literally after every single one of our team got injured. And we put up a fight, and we went to overtime, and we lost in overtime, which, I mean, I was upset with at the time, but looking back on it, I was like, wow, you know, we should not have even been that close because we have no team. So, whatever. Yeah, so uh, I have the, I don't think I mentioned, I have, they also revealed the le- the week one schedule. That's mm-hmm. official. Um, again, like we mentioned on this podcast a couple weeks ago, uh, since it's the 100th year anniversary of the NFL, it's going to be Green Bay and Chicago on Thursday Night Football, so that'll be the first game of the season. Um, 
And as we know, that's pretty interesting because of the fact that Andrew, uh, well, I was going to say Andrew, look, uh, Aaron Rodgers came back out with like one leg and then came back at halftime oh, to, be, <laughs> to beat the the Bears after Khalil Mack had like a career game. with yeah. like He had like a fumble. A pick six, I think. He had like a forced fumble, fumble recovery, and a touchdown and a pick six. Like yeah, he had all those. And so uh, so week one, I'll go over real quick. L.A. Rams versus Carolina. Tennessee versus Cleveland. Um, I feel like I'm taking Cleveland in that. Uh, oh, yeah. Kansas City versus Jacksonville. That should be very interesting. I saw that come out today because it's going to be Pat Mahomes versus the newly paid starting quarterback Nick, Nick Foles. Foles. And I'm excited to see him in a Jacksonville uniform. I feel like he's going to look fire in like the black jerseys. Yeah. And apparently they're getting like new jerseys again. Jacksonville. Are they really? Yeah, I think so. Didn't they just recently get New Jersey's a couple years ago? Yeah, but they're going to reveal like a new one again. To oh. my knowledge, I always see that for some reason. But uh, yeah, that should be a very interesting game to watch. Um, do you, what, are the, what are the chances that Nick Foles flops in Jacksonville or he does very well? Because he's going to have a solid offensive line, but now he has DiFilippo, um, who was fired um, in Minnesota. It's a tough call because, to be honest... We don't have anything to really go off of recently because the last few times where everybody's, you know, Nick Foles is a god and everybody praises him, he's been put in for parts of a season, not a whole season. He now has the whole season in front of him. And all success has always come in Philly. Exactly. But mind you, he was also, his his not only his success just came with uh, Doug Peterson, he had Chip Kelly. And he yeah. did and he did well under Chip Kelly. And if you're going to, and that's when he had like the seven touchdown record. They, like he tied with Drew Brees, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like this guy should be fine on his own. I think um, to but be Di, honest, Filippo is a little iffy because you uh, had yeah. you've had the same offensive coordinator for a couple of years with Blake Bortles, so you got a new new guy on both ends. Yeah, I mean to be honest, if uh, last year was just a down year for their defense, I think that their defense goes back to how they're playing. I think I want that's to gonna see be, a solid year of Jacksonville. That's defense. what I'm saying. I, think I thought I was really going to see that him. this year, and I didn't. Like they were absolutely awful. Yeah. But now Jalen Ramsey's going to want to play for Nick Foles. Yeah. So maybe that's that kind of yeah. lights a fire under him and makes him want to play. I mean, if they can show up again, that definitely helps Nick Foles because playing with the defense that will definitely help him out. Because he, uh, when they won the Super Bowl. His defense wasn't terrible, but they, I don't think they were that great. No. So if he has help at defense, I, he, he's been put in situations, like I just mentioned, where he has to do something with the ball. Yes, the play calling was different. It's by somebody that might, you know, most people say it was better at making play like, calls. I'm not, I'm not expecting Philly Philly or Philly no. special going on in Jacksonville. So No. but <laughs> No, I, no I, trickery. or. I, I think he's capable of doing it. I think... Uh, you know, it's it's going to take some adjustments, though. I think many people are going to expect him to come out and just be an all-star right away, but I don't think it's going to happen. But it's going to take adjustments. He's going to have to come out and verse Pat Mahomes, yeah. Offensive Player of the Year MVP, yeah. and he's going to do the same thing he did last year. And if he does that on this defense, I don't know if Nick Foles is going to keep up. Again, he's much older. I I personally don't see Nick Foles. He's, Nick, he's a pocket passer. He yeah, he doesn't run. He's you know? good, but I don't see him putting up, going, you know, throw for throw with Like, Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is going to try to put 50 on you. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, so, he, he can, I mean, to be honest. That's going to be a very good game. It, it's a tough analysis for quarterbacks in that because a lot of times you, you run into, you know, Mahomes already had a career year, and a lot of times you don't you don't replicate that a lot. And a lot of quarterbacks have, uh, you know, they, or a lot of players have a sophomore slump. So we'll be interested to see what happens with him. And then Nick Foles, you know, starting a whole season, barring no injuries, hasn't been seen. And in you a know, while. there's going to be like media attention all over this because it's week one. Yeah. And, and oh, you know, yeah. after week one, media goes crazy. It's like Super Bowl champions, yeah. Jacksonville. I'm like, they're they're one and zero. Yeah. If that's the case, I know. Um, but we have Baltimore versus Miami, Atlanta versus Minnesota. That should be a really solid game. Kirk Cousins yeah. and uh, Matt Ryan there. That should be. Yeah. Um, Buffalo versus New York Jets every single year again in division game. Uh, Washington versus Philly. Um, Indy versus the Chargers, like we mentioned before. Cincinnati versus Seattle. Uh, Detroit versus Arizona. No one's watching that game, uh, <laughs> unless unless Kyler Murray is the quarterback. Um, San Francisco versus Tampa Bay. New York Giants versus Dallas. And then Sunday night, um, like we mentioned, was Pittsburgh versus New England. And then uh, Monday night, Houston versus New Orleans. And then Denver versus Oakland, and everyone has their eyes on Oakland this year, especially since all those... Those will be two interesting night games. It should be very interesting. First of all, it's in division, Denver versus Oakland, and whoever they pick with those first three picks, and you know everyone wants to watch Antonio Brown in a, Ra in a Raiders uniform, yeah. all eyes are going to be on that game. So Yeah, and I think you know, the game before, uh, the Texans are always kind of, I feel like, overlooked. 
And I feel like all the time. And I feel like and they had a solid defensive year this year. They're, they're solid. So I feel like um, you know the Saints. I think the Saints will take it, but I think it, it'll be a little bit better of a game than most will think. Uh, after being traded to Cleveland, Odell Beckham will make his return to MetLife in Week Two. Ooh, that um, should be. If we boo him, I'm going to be angry at all Giants fans. Yeah. This dude had nothing to do with this. It's Gettleman. Yeah, he made it known. He had no idea. Even uh, he was he he like took time off because he was so upset about yeah, it. Yeah, it made it known though. Like it seemed like nobody knew because they even interviewed Eli and he said he found out just like everybody else did reading a ticker on the TV. He had no idea what was going to happen. So if your quarterback, your franchise quarterback, had no idea, it's clearly it was just in office. There was no discussions other than just in office. So those international games, um, Chicago and. Uh, Oakland are reversing each other in London. Okay. Um, and then it's Panthers, Bucks, uh, uh, Cincinnati, and the Rams. And then that division game, uh, Kansas City versus Chargers, will be in London, uh, Mexico. Uh, those first three I mentioned will be in London. And then the last London game is Texans, Jacksonville. That's also a division game. So those are international The, the Rams teams. one is probably the worst game. Rams, the, the re- uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, no the, one's going to want to watch that. That's what I'm saying. The rest don't seem that bad. Chicago though. and. Oakland sounds like a pretty solid That's game to saying. watch. Um, but honestly, it, it's weird betting on those types of games because in London, anything could like happen. Like it's so yeah. weird. Like the way the games play are played over there. It's honestly whichever team is the least jet lagged. Yeah, is gonna win. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up with the schedule talk there. Whatever's released afterwards is open information. You could check it out yourself. But that's the data I had in front of me at this very moment. So like I mentioned before, uh, we have some more contract um, talks. Um, another big contract that um, was signed and um, was very highly anticipated and everyone was excited about was Adam Thielen. Um, him and the Vikings have reached an agreement on a four-year, $64 million extension with a maximum of $73 million. Um, Well-deserved. This dude yeah. was getting paid uh, special teams money or practice squad money beforehand. Yeah. Um, the, again, mind you, for those of you that don't know Adam, the- Adam, the- a- what? Adam Thielen's <laughs> story, um, he was undrafted. Um, born, like born and raised in Minnesota, he also uh, went to a Division two school in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and then you know again, like I mentioned, he was undrafted, and then he stayed in Minnesota as when the Vikings uh, signed him. So now he's going to be a Viking for the next four years. Um, this dude has been balling out, especially with Case Keenum and Kirk Cousins. He's been putting in that work, and he hasn't gotten enough credit that he deserves, um, as other receivers should, as other receivers are getting, is what I mean. Uh, because and a lot of it stems from the fact that he's he's white, which could be a main reason behind <laughs> it. But honestly, I, I love Adam Thielen. He deserves all the money that they're yeah, giving. Th- him. There was a uh, I wish I could remember off the top of my head. There was some corner, and it was a it was a respectable corner, and uh, they said that they were covering him one time, and they're like, you know, you you take him for granted because exactly what you said. Because he's white. He's white, and they're like, man, he can move. Like you don't expect it to happen. No, but he this can dude's move. route running is insane. Yeah. Like if you ever look at like. Uh, like his highlight reel, that one against like uh, I think it was the Rams or the Skins. Mm-hmm. Um, he ran like a route, like he went like a curl route, and like he like juked one person out, and then it was like open field until the yeah. end zone. It was like completely insane. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the Vikings are doing everything right. They're just not putting it together for some reason. They made Stefan Diggs like the fifth highest paid like wide receiver in the league before yeah. Adam Thielen got signed. They signed him, so now they secure two. Uh, top 20 receivers in the league now on their team for the next couple years. Um, you give that three-year deal to Kirk Cousins, nothing really happened year one, but they got two more years to figure it out before they need a new quarterback. So at least you have that security there on offense. And then again, you still have um, Dalvin Cook on a rookie deal. Mm-hmm. This is a solid team. I'm not sure why. It's, they're just very unlucky. Like, when, there's years where, like this was the first year where Green Bay didn't make like the playoffs yeah. like in a very, very long time. And then the Bears come out of nowhere with like a really solid defense, and they ended up trading for uh, Khalil Mack, which like bumped their status up like yeah. tenfold. And so they took the next step up while the Vikings stayed behind. Uh, again, it's just like bad timing for them all the time. Like this is a team that deserves to make it to the playoffs each and every year. And again, they were one game away uh, from going to the Super Bowl in their own stadium, which yeah. would have been perfect. But from the Minnesota Miracle, the very next week they got shellacked by Nick Foles. So again, yeah. it's just. I mean, the other you know, thing is, too, with Thielen, I think, uh, I believe, around like the halfway point of the season last year, he was leading the league in receiving yards. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he and was. That's why I was mentioning that people were overlooking him because at yeah. one point he was ahead of every Everyone, wide receiver. Yeah. Like including Antonio Brown. I know people are probably thinking like no Antonio Brown did. No, he no, did. he did not. And he had five straight weeks of a hundred yard like uh, I think he was going for was it Megatron's Megatron's record? was like yeah. up to week eight or something like yeah. that. Like and then he I think he got five or six, yeah. And then he got like eighty yards like the next year, next mm-hmm. game, like he was supposed to get it. So Yeah. You really can't overlook this guy. He deserves that money and he earned it from the bottom up. This dude was not like he wasn't he, a highly top he wasn't consistent. a top prospect prospect in college. Um very solid. I really hope the Vikings put it together this year. Because again, yeah. the, again, their top competition is now. It, it was Green Bay, and then it went Chicago last year, and now it's both. Because again, Matt Nagy, coach of the year, um, he has a solid defense now, and they have Chuck Pagano as their defensive coordinator now, yeah. who was previously with the Colts, and he was he wasn't a solid head coach, but as a defensive coordinator without all that heat, I think he should be good. And yeah. then you have Green Bay, who who literally signed. Um, Aaron Rodgers last year to a giant deal and now he has a brand new head coach to play with mm-hmm. Aaron Jones is probably going to have a pretty solid year this year and they uh, they signed like a lot of free agents on their defense they did a pretty Just good linebackers job linebackers they got linebackers uh, they got some defensive backs corner, yeah. yeah yeah they I don't know man I really hope the Vikings come out of this with a I mean, positive what's interesting too is that that division is going to be interesting because minus the Lions I don't I, think I they have, like, I don't think they have a great year I, I feel like they they can they have more potential because I feel like you know Patricia was a new coach it happens things don't go the way that you want but they did flash potential last year a little bit in certain games it wasn't consistent but some games I feel like uh Patricia's going to learn a little bit from what he he uh went through last season and I'm not saying you know they're going to be a playoff run but I'm just saying I'd expect a little bit more from them this year. I I don't know. This is going to be a very interesting division, along with uh, you know, the Pitts Pittsburgh division that we talk about all the time. Yeah. Um, in that in the AFC, so we'll see what happens. Um, let's see what else was. Uh, this is something I wanted to talk about, and I really want to get your opinion on it. Um, the NFL is not expected to suspend Redskins Reuben Foster, um, but instead revoke two game checks. Um, honestly, this is an awful look for the NFL, and I don't think enough people are talking about it. I think it kind of just grazed over everyone's heads, um, but nobody's really speaking out about it. Um, I don't know. I don't know what committee comes together and talks with Roger Goodell and why Roger Goodell makes these decisions. Two game checks. The guy gets to play for free for two games, and he yeah. automatically goes back to being a mil- millionaire. Um, and it, honestly, I, I don't know why nobody talks about the Redskins as much as they should because. The four the 49ers put up with him enough, right? Like they were kind of yeah. holding on to him because he's a draft piece, like a first round draft pick that you have to keep because that's a lot of potential that you put in a guy and you choose him in the first round. You expect him to be a Hall of Famer in the future, but instead, uh, whenever there was false allegations, they held on to him, and then there was another allegation that came out, and they were kind of tired of it. Two days later, the Redskins pick him up, yeah, as if that's not a thing. And they're willing to. They're probably willing to accept the fact that Reuben Foster is going to be suspended for like eight or nine games. And kind they of lucked like, out. Kind of like Kareem Hunt, and they lucked out. So yeah. they basically won in in a sense, like quote unquote yeah. won, uh, picking him up out of every other other team on the waivers. Um, I think this is ridiculous. Um, the NFL um, needs to kind of get it together and make better decisions on this because you got a guy like Kareem Hunt um, who did lie to the Chiefs, um, but the Chiefs released him. Like Roger yeah. Goodell didn't release him, you know, but he gave him eight games. And, yeah. and he's now with the the Cleveland Browns right now. And but mind you, both these guys um, get to keep their jobs. Basically, yeah. it, nothing's really happened to them. After eight games, Kareem Hunt's going to perform like he did before. And when that video surfaced, it was like a year before he got drafted. Mm-hmm. And he was on his like best behavior after that. No one really saw anything. Like TMZ kind of came out and released it. So it's going to be like as if nothing happened. But Ruben Foster, on the other hand... Two game checks. I don't know. I've never seen this type of punishment. Usually, it's like you got a guy like Zeke who was suspended six games. How yeah. many games? Like mid season, and they yeah. couldn't come to a decision even before even before the season started. I remember I was yeah. chilling in Aruba, oh no, Mexico, and I heard about this because I already drafted him yeah. um, in fantasy. And they, everyone's like, oh, it's probably gonna be two games, and they didn't decide till mid season so, that yeah, they're gonna was, suspend yeah. him six games. And it's not even they never even proved that he did it. Yeah. This is one problem that I really have with the NFL, and this is a problem that is, as you, uh, you just stated, it's very reoccurring. There's, there's too much, uh, there's too much inconsistencies with things. I don't like. I feel like, um, you know, it kind of goes in the way. I guess you could say life goes, where it's all in who you know, 
And I feel like that's kind of what the NFL is. It's all in who you know. It's all in who you are. If you're somebody that, uh, as you mentioned, you know, Kareem Hunt was on good behavior, never had an issue. There were no problems. And he ended up getting an eight-game suspension. And uh, something After already being signed. And, yeah, and, and, and something very similar a couple of years ago was Ray Rice, and he was banned from the league. He's not allowed back. And something very similar happens. Well, that's literally because they had that video evidence of him knocking his girlfriend out. I know. So, but but what I'm saying where is, do you draw the line? But th- but what I'm saying is that that there's both. My point is there's both video evidence. It, it, whether the severity of it does come into play, but there's both video evidence of, you know, abuse. There is abusive behavior going on. So in my eyes, you categorize that as there is abuse. Yes, it, once you you know if there's any legal issues or whatever, it goes to a different extent. Before the league, if there's a video out, these guys are supposed to be role models. Kids look up to them, and if they find out about these things that's oh not... i can i can keep my job after even after i hit this girl exactly that, that was that was pushing me around and hitting me it's it's like, not right and there's too many inconsistencies and, and you just mentioned cream hunt had eight games zeke had six he's getting two paychecks deducted all very similar offenses and very different outcomes it i don't i don't agree with it i don't i don't get it all either like the only person the only person or organization making the right decision right now is the chiefs like yeah. they're even considering getting rid of Tyreek Hill Cause of the who had a career year yeah. with alleg- just allegations cuz the, the they did the right thing immediately this is what all teams should be doing yeah. like it, it's a shame that Kareem Hunt got picked up again um even though he's probably going to be on his best behavior from now on cuz mm-hmm. he's just, he, I, the way like we've seen him and the way he acts He's like he's a gentleman, but after the release of that video, you're kind of like, oh, that's not a good look. The Chiefs immediately released him the next day, like no discussion, like terminated, like yeah. get like out. You see, I mean, do people make mistakes? Yes, people make mistakes. I'm not gonna say you know I'm. Every, nobody should be judged on one bad decision that they made. But in my eyes, you know, if you're a public figure like this, you you need to be extra cautious. You're pretty much giving these guys leeway to to hit a woman and think that they're just gonna be tapped like on the wrist they're, of the warning that's the thing they're they're giving them an okay to commit crimes and and you know have a little penalty because even you know when you think about it they'll they'll suspend players for certain things or whatever and it's like oh wow you suspended him a million dollars and he makes 10 million in a year that really hurt him you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like that like that's nothing like you're you're not doing anything that's not really hitting home two game checks is a couple hundred thousand dollars it's nothing and the, right after that they're back to making six figures yeah. like no one like it's no one's business exactly it's ridiculous uh, i don't know no one's talking about it i honestly i'm i think it's no one's talking about it because everybody's so focused on the draft and the schedule and it, it just came out I don't know if it was strategic that who it came knows out if, at that time. Who knows but. if any of these first-round picks coming into this year's draft is going to make the same mistake or if something surfaces about these guys. But uh, Yeah, but that's the thing. You never know, and and it really sucked. What was the uh, – there was that offensive lineman that right before – I think on draft day it came out that he was doing marijuana or doing some drugs, and his draft stock dropped tremendously. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Was it Callaway? No, oh, no, it was a lineman. You said, yeah, it was. An but the same thing lineman. happened with Callaway. Yeah, like they he he got like offenses for smoking weed, and, and and it came out, and he was supposed to be, I think, a top five pick or top ten. Callaway pick. was supposed to be a top ten pick, and he yeah. got dropped completely. I can't remember. I wish I could remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but uh, anyway, you know, it, it anything can happen. But I just feel like it's not right, and I feel like each team, whether it's these offenses, each team gets their own minor penalties. I feel like. You know, there are some teams that it seems that they could do no wrong, and then there are some teams that, oh, well, these are the rules and you have to abide by them, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. I just think every team should take notes on what the Chiefs have done. Um, Again, all eyes are on them. The coming up this season, all eyes are on them, especially last season, especially by, like, week two because they found out that they have a gem over there, at quarterback. And regardless of who's helping you in that backfield and how Kareem Hunt can benefit you as a franchise, you let that guy go and that you make a statement like that. That shows everyone in the league and everyone that who's going to get drafted eventually that that could be you that gets released. And honestly, Kareem Hunt is lucky to even get a new contract or be with another team in the first place. So. Yeah, actually, it was uh, Laramie Tunsil. That was the guy. Laramie Tunsil. And uh, he was the 13th overall pick, and he was considered possibly number one. And just because this picture came out, he dropped that much. Yeah. And, and he they were saying, too, he was pissed off because he lost tons of money. He lost tons of money. Well, by yeah, that. but if you're like a day three pick, you're not getting as much money as you would in the first round. Exactly. So it, honestly, why why there's more offenses for weed than there is domestic violence? That's should be in but... and within of, of itself already a bad thing. Yeah. Um, 
that's going to end my thoughts on that. But we're going to take a second break. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk about two contract signings and conclude the show. All right, we're back. Like I mentioned before, we got two new contract signings, um, one of them over the weekend, around the same time as Adam Thielen uh, got signed to his big deal. Uh, Giants and Sterling Shepard agree to a four-year, $41 million extension. Um, to me, this comes as a surprise. It's, it's you, had, you have to pay him. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I hate saying that for contracts, but I love Sterling Shepard. He's fantastic. Uh, honestly, he's a gem that we found like as a day-two pick. And even, mm-hmm. with, even with Odell Beckham Jr., um, Next to him, uh, while like being, you know, when when they're lined up is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, he still got some work in, and he did fantastic, especially in in Odell's absence when he was injured, mm-hmm. um, when he was coming back from that broken leg. Um, he's a guy you can rely on. Even whoever's that quarterback, they're gonna find Sterling yeah. Shepard to be the guy you go to first. Um, and he's like an extremely good dude and stuff like that. But where where I have an issue with this contract is. Um, Sterling Shepard is a slot receiver. Golden Tate is a slot receiver, yeah, and you just true. secured these guys for the next four years as two slot receivers. <laughs> and your outside guy is probably going to be Russell Shepard. Yeah, he got a deal. It, too. I honestly, this is the first signing I've ever seen where it's like I don't know where the organization's going with this. I don't know. I don't know where they're going either. But I feel like, as you mentioned, you know, it was a necessary pickup. Or, uh, I guess, contract. It kind of came out of nowhere. It It did come out of nowhere, but I personally, you know, outside view, not a Giants fan, I like Shepard. I like him as a receiver. I like him as a guy. You know, you mentioned... Oh, he's going to have a breakout year this year. I, I think, I think, to be honest, I think that he has unlimited potential. I wouldn't say, you know, I, I wouldn't put, put, go that far and say, oh, you know, he's Odell's caliber or better than Odell. But you know, but he's, he's a wide receiver. He's, he's a, a lot solid. of teams would want. He's a solid receiver yeah, for sure. You know, you lost Odell, but having Shepard, it's it's not terrible. He's he's solid. I think he could still do well for you guys. It just doesn't really make sense that there's two slot receivers. And honestly, it's cool that we signed him, but the fact that uh, Dave Gettleman traded Odell after signing him to that five year contract. It's kind of like all these memes that came up after he was signed that said we didn't sign Odell to trade him. Yeah. Same thing is going for Sterling Shepard. I doubt that's going to happen. Yeah. Um. But now you have two slot receivers. One of them is a much older guy, and you can learn from him. Mm-hmm. Um. But on the outside, that's a little iffy. Yeah, but I mean, it all depends on what you guys do too, because you have two tight ends that play the most part. Engram is bit practically another receiver. Yeah. So you got Engram, and then you but have that's, Ellison. That's a ble- right? that's a blessing and a curse because they know the play when he's they, out there. They, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So. Where Shermer is going to use these guys, no idea. I mean, unless they do a two tight I mean, end. We have look. Latimer again, but Latimer was like barely an outside guy. He was, um, he was like was, a slot. There I was guess. another guy too. Um, Coleman, didn't you resign Corey Coleman too? Yeah, uh, that doesn't. It's not the worst receiver core, but then no, again, you had a top three wide receiver previously, and now you go down to this. Well, that's the thing. Regardless, I mean. If we, you take yeah, we, away put the, the we put the tender on Corey Coleman, yeah, so you, he's going to have to get signed eventually. If you too. take away the fact that Odell was on the team and he's no longer there, if you look at that receiving core, a lot of teams would be happy with having that receiving core. It's just as oh, Giants yeah. fans, they're not happy because Odell's gone. We're 100% lucky to even have this good of a receiving core after losing one of the best in the league. Yeah. Because a lot of teams go back down to having no one, like mm-hmm. no big names or anything. Yeah. I would say we're on the same... Maybe even a little better of a receiving core than Jacksonville because Jacksonville has a bunch of like middle tier wide receivers yeah. as their wide receiver core. Yeah, but they no, they never have a number one. Like they never kinda, do. Yeah, and we and I don't know who's gonna be number one in 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 the Giants now. It could just be like one A one B with Golden Tate and Sterling Shepard. Well, there what's what's interesting is they're different two different kinds of receivers. They're both considered as you mentioned slot receivers. Slot receivers. But but Tate is more of that yards after the catch, whereas Shepard will make a big catch. Like yeah. he'll he'll go down the sideline and make that like fifty yard catch. Yeah, he'll never then, he'll never stay on his feet and gain some more. No, yards. but yeah, he'll he'll get that long ball and he'll fall as he's catching it and go out of bounds. But then you'll have Tate who can catch you know maybe like a like a medium mid-range post route or something and then he'll he'll take it around the field and he'll do something with I honestly it. won't mind having those two slot guys um obviously you're gonna have to put someone outside it just depends who they want to pick um yeah. but if coleman has a solid year don't forget he's this dude's a first round pick yeah he's he's he, a quick guy too he's quick he's just a kid that didn't know how to handle um being in the pros because again he was traded because of hugh jackson yeah so 
that take that with a grain of salt, 100%, because Hugh Jackson is now assistant to the head coach that was previously uh, Marvin Lewis, yeah. and now it's Zach Taylor. So I don't, I don't know. Like you really, you really can't judge him based off that. And then he goes to Buffalo for a day. He goes to New England for a day. But guess what? Josh Gordon comes in, and they're like, we don't have enough room for you. And so the Giants pick him up, and they keep him another year. That says something. They're like, dude, you have potential here. He's yeah. a first-round pick. Yeah. First round pick wide receiver. Um but yeah, I I just I don't know where the Giants are going with this. Hopefully this works out somehow. But uh, <laughs> you know, shout out Sterling Shepard, dude's a stud. Uh oh, actually the the one thing that I will mention is, you know, Mark's come up a lot in this uh podcast. Yeah, I know. Like but, four uh, times. The one thing that I will mention is I'd be nervous because there's a curse that Mark currently has. Where he every jersey he gets, the player gets traded. Is he and getting a he Coleman ha- he jersey? He has a Shepard jersey. He had He had um, an Odell. He, he had, had an Odell. He had he a had, Derek Rose Knicks jersey. Yeah, he had <laughs> a uh he had a Cruz jersey. JPP. JPP. Uh oh he had a, he, he had DRC. a DRC. <laughs> 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 he had a DRC jersey, yeah. So so he's got everybody he seems to pick oh, up seems no. to get traded. So, uh, so oh. he, I think, does he have a gen? I don't think he has a Jim Norris jersey. Never mind. I'll he has say. a who? I, I thought Jenkins? he had a Jim Norris. No, 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 he doesn't. But uh, he, <laughs> and there's seems, a reason why because he's still on the team. So I know that's <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It seems that a lot of times he picks up these these players' jerseys and then they, they're gone the next year. So, uh oh. Oh no! Please don't get a Coleman or Tate jersey. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, that's <laughs> honestly, I never put that the two and two together like that. But that, that's. <laughs> That's tough to see there. Uh, hopefully it all works out. And, you know, again, he did text me, what are the Seahawks going to do with Russell Wilson? He gets the biggest contract of all he's, time. He's cursed. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's, he's pretty just cursed. Um, so another contract I wanted to go over, and this was the day after we were supposed to record, which was yesterday, but we yeah. didn't end up doing that. And luckily we didn't because Demarius Thomas got signed um, a one-year deal worth $6 million with the Patriots. And um, honestly, not a bad deal, no, uh, especially considering Josh Gordon probably isn't going to be back for the regular season. Yeah. Um, if you finally now have someone on the outside to compliment uh, Julian Edelman, who is mm-hmm. a slot guy. Yeah. Um, and then who was on the other side? Uh, Hogan? He's gone, though. He's gone, though, yeah. But like, they had Hogan out there. there. Um, they also threw like Philip Dorsett in a little bit. Dorsett? Yeah, they threw him in a few, but he wasn't consistently he, out Didn't there. he retire? He retired. Something, I think so. And yeah, then they he also said he had, like, had knee uh, problems. They also had Cordero Patterson out a few times, but I don't think he's there anymore. He's out, yeah. He's not there. So, uh, I feel like those were their main guys. I don't... I don't... I think Gronk, but he's gone. He's gone. I don't know. I feel I like... spoke about this with someone, uh, but to compliment this signing, um, Austin Shafarian Jenkins signed a contract oh, yeah. with the Patriots, too. Yeah, he did. Uh, so, now he's, he's filling in that role. Um, I still think they're going to draft a tight end yeah, with that 31st so pick because they're yeah. going to do that two tight end set like they did with uh, uh, Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Mm-hmm. And they're probably going to run that. And honestly, if they leave the door open for Josh Gordon, dude, it's a wrap for every single team in the league because they have thir- they have 12 or 13 picks in this upcoming draft. Yeah. And they're going to use those wisely. I mean, it's the Patriots for yeah. crying out loud. And they have, they have they're tied for the most picks in the draft along with the Giants. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. This I mean, team just keeps getting better and better. Isaiah Wynn comes back. I can't stress yeah. enough that this team is in one of the best positions ever, like right now. It's going to be... Uh, they have the greatest of all time quarterback taking pay cuts. Yeah. You're never going to get that ever again. No, yeah. It's, <laughs> um, gonna, it's definitely going to be an interesting uh, team. And they have yeah. the McCourty brothers are coming back. Oh, they are? I thought yeah. they said they were going to retire no, after, I, if they both won a Super I, Bowl together. I think together. they're coming back. I would have just left. <laughs> I, uh, I know. <laughs> they're I from think, Jersey. They went to Rutgers. I know. I think they're coming back. Not a lot of people get drafted out of Rutgers. So Not a lot. Pretty solid. Um, anyway, what do you think of this Demarius, Tom- Demarius Thomas signing? Again, he's been in the league for 10 years. He had a short stint with the Texans. Um, very small sample size because, again, he got traded by the deadline, so he became mm-hmm. a free agent afterwards. Um, how does this help the Patriots in any way? I mean, I'm not. There's something so Patriot like. I'm almost not surprised it happened. Yeah, it's not. I'm not surprised. Um, I think. That uh, I think I think it's kind of uh, it kind of complements. It's kind of what they need because you know you had Gronk as that big guy that would make those big time catches, and Thomas is nowhere near as big in size or uh, strength, but he's I'd say he's a pretty solid receiver. He can go out there, he'll make catches for you. 
Um, you know, the years he was in Denver, even after Peyton left, he was still getting thousand yard seasons and it's, I don't like with Emmanuel Sanders too. And and it was like, I don't know how he was doing it because the quarterback was subpar their play, whoever they had in, they've been having issues, but he still found a way to get a thousand yards. Yeah. So he still has a lot of potential. I don't think he has a thousand yard year though. I I don't think he will, but I'm saying, I think it, it goes to show that he still has that potential. It wasn't like, oh, he just was in his prime with Peyton Manning and he had an, an amazing quarterback throwing to him because if he was putting up a thousand yards with these subpar quarterbacks after Peyton, I feel like uh, somebody like Tom Brady could really utilize him well. And we mentioned this before recording. I always forget this dude's been in the league for ten years, so he's he's no he knows the ropes. And now exactly. that he's on a team that is Super Bowl bound each and every year, I think it's a really good signing by them for a yeah. one year for a one year deal. Um, I th- I have a tweet because he's played in uh, two Super Bowls. Because they, he, has. he plays he's, in the he's one a that Super Bowl, they Super Bowl champion. Yeah, so he he's gotten that experience. He knows what what it takes and what to, what uh what the atmosphere is like. And here's why it's another steal by the Patriots. So Demarius Thomas's deal, um, uh, with the Patriots includes a hundred fifty thousand dollars signing bonus and a base salary of one point two million. Uh, he has the chance to earn more through incentives slash bonuses, and the cur- his current cap number. Um, is two million nine hundred six thousand two hundred fifty dollars. So, basically, the Patriots got a lot of value out of him for very low cost. Yeah. So like low risk, high reward in a sense. Yeah. I don't know how Patriots somehow make that work each and every year with low risk, high reward type moves. Like Austin Severi Jenkins, I really want to get into him right now. Um, he's he's gonna have to fill the really big shoes that Rob Gronkowski, um, left behind. Uh, and. You know he's not too bad. Uh, no, we not saw at all. again injuries plagued him over there in Jacksonville. Um, I thought he was going to have a breakout season over there. Um, and when he was with the Jets, he had a pretty solid season. And mind you, it was a solid season minus the fact that there was like two or three games where they turned over touchdowns. One of them being against the Patriots. Yeah. Um. So still uh, the worst call I've ever awful. seen. Awful. And now he's with that team. Yeah. And you know now all his calls are going to go his way. Yeah. Um so I, I think this is a really good move by Austin Severian Jenkins. Hopefully he's not injured all season long. Um yeah. it's kind of like a prove it year for him, but he, again he's been in the league for a very long time, so I'm not sure if it is a prove it year. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I definitely think they're still going to draft uh, that a tight end with the 31st pick and yeah, go to tight end so. set with that. Yeah. Um but yeah. Uh do you, these two signings does does it help these guys in any way, or is it kind of just like helping them above water for now until the draft comes? Um, I I feel like they this these signings give them a lot more uh, flexibility in the draft. If they didn't pick these guys up, obviously they'd be saying, you know, we need a tight end for sure, and we need a receiver for sure. Like those would be two very big spots that they would need. Now. You know, they they go, okay, we have Thomas and we have Safarian Jenkins, and they're both relatively solid players. They're they're enough. They're they're more than enough for what, what is needed. They fill that void. Could there be better people that they could have picked up or could there be better people in the draft? Yes, but they're they're enough. And I feel like it gives them more flexibility to do whatever they want in the draft. Now instead of saying we definitely need to pick this, 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 or like, this. Like it's like we need to address this, that now it's, it's well, fu- it's it just can so go anywhere. Fu- it's just so funny that they waited till after free agency to actually sign these guys. Yeah. And I'm surprised Demarius Thomas didn't go away much sooner. I guess Demarius Thomas was really holding on to the fact that he could go to the Patriots, so I think he just took that opportunity and went with it. I mean it could be that or teams are worried because it uh, torn Achilles, that's what it was, right? He tore his Achilles no. last year? No, that was Emmanuel Sanders. What did he do? Did he tear his ACL? Emmanuel Sanders? He tore his Achilles. No, no, no. What did Tamarius Thomas do? Oh, I don't remember what injury he had. Because whatever it is, they it could also be people worried. Like you said, he's been in the league 10 years recovering from an injury like that. You're not, nothing's promised. Yeah, nothing's promised. So, if you're much older, it's kind I of mean, like it's a rep. The, the Pats are a team that can take that risk. He's probably going to retire after the season with the Patriots, though. Yeah. If he doesn't get like another one-year deal. Yeah. Um, But that, that's a rep for him. And you know... They're gonna do their all for guys that it's their last year for. They mm-hmm. did it for Gronk, so they're gonna try to this get this guy a ring. Yeah. Um, honestly, I wouldn't rule any a lot of these teams out that have upgraded since the off season, but the Patriots have every single one of their numbers, and little do they know that they're gonna come in the same way they did last year and win another Super Bowl. So yeah. Um, with that being said, is there anything else we need to add before we wrap up the show? Uh, one thing that I just wanted to mention was if you remember, I believe it was two seasons ago, Zach Miller, he was the tight end on the Bears. He retired. That awful knee injury where he yeah. almost died. He almost died because he, uh, I think he tore an he artery ruptured, or something. He ruptured an artery, yeah. And uh, he almost lost his leg and he almost actually died. And yeah, he officially retired. It's sad, but 
you know, but everybody was shout pushing. out to the Bears because they held on to him for like they even gave him like like money. Like yeah, they, they gave him even... like like a one year like type deal or whatever where they're gonna make sure he gets paid and he's taken care of. And and they didn't even need to do that. No, and, they didn't. And they they there's a lot of teams him, yeah. that would just just let, let him, go. him go like with no hesitation. Yeah. So and they stuck with him that whole time. Yeah, I mean it was sad to to hear, but I mean you kind of figured after that kind of injury, you can't come back. Yeah, most you, injuries are tough to come back from, but that's you know life. Like he's made he's made his money plenty yeah. from being the tight end. Like not as much money as a lot of other players, and that's but very he, obvious. Yeah. But that's enough where you could leave the game of football with no regrets and yeah. move forward with your life. But you yeah. know, shout out Zach Miller, mm-hmm. honestly. He was he's one of he was one of those tight ends to be considered like Travis Kelsey and like Rob Gronkowski. He was just built like yeah. that. So he was he's one of those up and he was one of those up and coming tight ends that were huge, could block, could catch like a wide receiver, mm-hmm. which is very game changing. So he's he was definitely a part of the that class. Um but yeah, shout out to Zach Miller. Anything else? Um, no, I believe that's all. Awesome. So it's kind of wrap up the show here. I wanted to mention, um, if you're looking for any other, uh, podcasts about sports or, uh, entertainment like TV shows, movies, etc., head over to Michigan sports and entertainment.com to find out some more podcasts you'd be interested in. If you're interested in the franchise tech, such as ours, we're on that website. Um, also if you'd like to leave a review and rating on Apple podcasts, that would be very, very appreciated. Um, helps out the show a lot. Let's us know, um, how we're doing and if you guys really enjoy the show um one other thing uh if you want to stream us on any podcast platform you can other than apple Podcasts, or on spotify google play anywhere you can think of um and make sure to tell a friend that you listen to this podcast and maybe they'd be interested in it not again i say this every single week if you don't want to tell your whole family that's not what i'm asking ask one person and and you know you kind of let them know that this podcast uh, exists so again we really appreciate that one last thing make sure to follow our twitter at franchise tag pod um we give you some updates on all the new um signings free agency signings anything going on in the nfl on top of that we give you some updates on when the new episode comes out for so once this episode is released you'll see it on twitter you'll be the first to get it um other than that thanks for listening uh we'll see you next time (laughs) 